Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello, everyone. I am so excited you are here today. We're going to be talking about something that we talk about here and there. And I decided we all need an update on this because I know I do. Before we get going, let me just ask again, are you on the email list? That is easy to do. Go to takethestagepodcast.com, scroll down to the bottom and just sign up or choose one of those resources. You'll get the resource and the email list. I am so excited that you are here today. I am so thrilled that you are willing to take time out of your day to hang out with me, to be a part of what I do here. I am excited to share today's episode. I like to call this, it's going back to the basics. Someone once asked me recently, they said, Mary, can you review again on what it means and how to open how to create an opening that captures attention. I was like, oh, we haven't done that in a while. Let's revisit. So let's talk about that. Well, let's start from the very beginning. And the very beginning is going to be you practicing this. Now, I'm going to assume you've done all the hard work. And I'm going to talk about how you step onto the stage first. And then we're going to go backwards And we're going to talk about how to craft the message that is going to capture and captivate your audience. All right, let's get going. So the first thing is you're standing side stage, backstage. Maybe you're sitting in the audience. I want to remind you to take a moment. Now, I'm assuming you have taken time earlier that day to really ask the Lord to be with you, to join you on that stage, to go before you, to prepare a way for you. I'm assuming all that. And it is your time. You're standing on the side and you know you have just a couple of minutes. I want you to take a moment and just talk to Jesus. Be honest, be authentic, be real. Know this, that he has prepared you for such a time as this. He has gone before you. The people sitting in that audience, those are the people he has called you to serve. This message is for that group. Those are your one person. That room is filled with them. And God has brought this all together. And I want you just to take a moment and breathe that in. You're not on that stage by accident. You are there because you have a purpose for being there. And I want you just to breathe that in and then ask the Lord to go before you. Ask the Lord to give you the words, give you the wisdom, and allow you to step fully into what he has for you in this next few minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes. And once you've done that, I want you to breathe deep in and out, keeping those nerves down and that excitement up. And when you are introduced, you walk onto that stage and you stand 
take a deep breath, smile, and launch into your story. Now, all that sounds very good, as long as you've got the launch into your story part right. Now, let's go backwards and let's talk about what our natural inclination is to do on stage. Our natural inclination, we have been introduced because you are smart and you have brought a copy of your introduction bio with you and you've handed it to that event planner when she looks at you two minutes before you're supposed to get up on the stage and she goes, so what do you want me to say? And I say this knowing every single time. Not every single, I should not say every single, that's hyperbole, but more times than not, that is exactly what has happened to me. So how do you want me to introduce you, Mary? And you are in full on panic because you're like, your head, my head is completely wrapped around the message I'm doing. I'm going over my points. I'm really praying. I'm asking God to be there. And this person throws you a curveball. And what happens is it takes you completely out of the right headspace. So you have that printed copy, you've handed it to them. They have said everything that needs to be said to introduce you. You step on the stage and your natural inclination is to do what? Thank the person that introduced you. It is a natural thing and you're going to have to bite your tongue not to do it. And the second most natural thing is to look out of the audience and say, I am so excited to be here with you. I cannot wait to dive into this with you. I am thrilled that you took time out of your day. What a beautiful city you have. Isn't this church gorgeous? The staff is amazing. Don't you agree? Wasn't that food incredible? Don't you love the table decorations? Those are all natural things you want to say, but you're not going to say any of those. What you are going to do is you're going to stand on that stage and you're going to start in the center of the story. Not in the backstory, not in the, I was driving down a road and then there was this, and then I came around this curve and there was a dog and he was standing in the middle of the road and I went around him and then I went over here and then boom, my car went off into a ditch, poof. And the next thing I know, you're going to start in the, my car's in a ditch and there's a man standing by my window. I don't know what's happened. I just know it's not good completely different. Drop them into the middle of the story. And then you can go back and tell why you were on the road, where you were traveling, and that the dog in the middle of the road is what you swerved to miss. But you want to bring them into the middle of the action because you want to captivate them. Let me tell you a startling statistic. You have seven seconds to capture the attention of your audience. You've been listening to this podcast for seven minutes. Seven seconds is a brief amount of time. So if you stand on the stage and begin to use your time thanking everyone, introducing people, isn't event planner Susie Q just the best? Don't you love the kitchen staff? Let's give them a round of applause. You've lost everyone. When you step onto the stage and you grab your audience, when you literally lean in and it's almost like you are holding their face in your hands, just holding their face gently in your hands, cupping it and holding their attention and looking right into her eyes. 
Another key component is the word you. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but it is so essential in this moment. Should you move out of the storytelling? There's a man standing by the window. I didn't have a clue who he was. I knew something had happened and I knew it was bad. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you weren't sure what was going on, but you knew it wasn't good? Do you see how I went from my story and I brought her into the story? Key component on an opening. An opening is to capture and captivate the audience and then bring them into the story. You've all heard me talk about the fact that I had an aneurysm. Well, that is not something most people can relate to. So I don't use that. I go from that story and I go straight into a fate that was on autopilot because everyone can resonate with that. When I did my relationship, my girlfriend message, I would tell a little bit of a story around the women I was in relationship with and what they meant to me. And I would open with a funny story on a bridge. And then I would immediately go to the audience and I would say, you, and I would use the word you. Have you ever found yourself at a major roadblock with no clear path on where to go next? Because that's the story of the closed bridge. This was pre-GPS days. We did not know how to get around it. And essentially directions were, well, kind of go down this road and then turn that way. Seriously. But you noticed open with story dropped right into the you. I pulled them into my story. Your opening, and this is a question I get, Mary, how long should your opening be? As long as it needs to be. Your opening is one part of a message. You know, we've walked through this, the opening, the connection, and that's where you bridge your story to her. And then we want to make sure we have that sticky statement in there. And then we go to the transformation part of the message. And that is where we start talking about what God did, how God took you from over there to where you are today. That's the God part of the story. And then the closing. But today it's opening. Today we're talking about how to capture and captivate an audience. And you do that with story. Also, you do that with the way you command the stage. So telling your story requires you use the power of your voice. Now, hear me and follow along. The power of your voice is the single most powerful tool you have in your repertoire as a speaker. I know you're thinking words. Well, yes, your words are essential. But if your words are not utilized well, then they don't matter. Let's do something. Let's do a little activity. I was standing on a bridge and there was a lot of people there. And then then this guy jumped and I didn't know what to do. And so I just left and I went down to the store and I just, and later I heard that they got him out of the water. Did that make any sense to you? Now let's do that story differently. The splash was heard over the waves. It sounded different. All of a sudden, 
The screams were everywhere. He jumped. He jumped. My heart stopped. You see, I had seen him. I saw him standing there. And something said, reach out. And I didn't. I didn't take the time to walk over there. I didn't take the time to say, what's going on? Do you need someone to talk to? I didn't take the time to step in when God prompted me. And now he was in the water. Do you see the difference? It's the same story. But the power of the way I told the story, the slowness, the repetitiveness of he is in the water, and I didn't. It changes everything. So what I want you to do as you are building your story, I don't want you to be dramatic for drama's sake. I want you to find the part of the story that is the most dramatic. It could be when you opened the door and there was a stranger there. It could be when you realized that you were on a closed road and you had to figure out the next step in your journey without GPS. It could be when you got a diagnosis that you never expected to get. What I want you to hear is dramatic does not have to be devastating. Traumatic can be the story, the time that I saw some people coming up to my door and y'all, my house was a mess. So I did what I was really good at. I drug the vacuum cleaner in there. I threw a pine saw rag over it and I pulled my hair up in a knot And I opened the door and I said, oh my gosh, y'all have caught me cleaning. They had not caught me cleaning. Yes, I lied. It's not a smart thing to do. I do not recommend it. But it makes for a funny opening. And there's some truth in it. I talked about being caught off guard and how important it is to be authentic and just honest because people see through the dishonesty. And that was That was the point in this story. You have a story. How you open it will determine how much you connect with the audience. Work on those openings. Craft them so well that that audience is going to lean forward and want to hear the rest of the story. All right. You have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.